0: Welcome to Arrowhead Effect. I'm Danny. This is Jesse. Chiefs are back in the Super Bowl for the fourth time in five years. Jesse, are you nervous or excited or confident going into this the Super Bowl against the 49ers?
1: I'm excited and confident. I'm probably more like I'm so confident it's got me a little bit like second guessing myself. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because I, like, I don't know. I just, I the way that this Chiefs team has been playing, they've been playing with confidence. They've been playing um, like they're out to prove something. Uh, and they've been doing it well. It doesn't matter if who the foe has been, whether it's been at home or on the road. Uh, they've just, they've found something that seems to be really working for them this postseason, which we said that's the way that they're going to have to succeed. They're going to have to find another gear, uh, another way to turn it up another level and they've done that they've played pretty close to flawless I mean they've obviously they've had mistakes here and there but none that have seemed to been backbreaking like it was throughout the season it seems like that they're playing with like I said more confidence to that if there is a drop pass or there is a penalty that sets them back a little bit or you know a penalty that does take a touchdown off the board or something like that they're still playing with that confidence that they can overcome it and win the game, play as a team. You know, the offense is playing more complementary football, but yet they're playing at a, at a great rate. Like, they're, sco- they're scoring well. They're moving the ball well. So, yeah, it, but it does have me. I'm so confident in the way that they're playing. It does have me second-guessing myself a little bit. Like, maybe I should take a step back and be like, like, I guess I evaluating the 49ers, I guess, a little bit better. I mean, I'm not – I just feel like the Chiefs are the better team.
0: Right. Well, and that, that leads me perfectly to, to my next question. Like, the Chiefs offense over this 49ers defense, who do you think has an edge there?
1: I'd say if you were to say, like – it's. I think the games are always – you have to start – in the trenches. Like, it's the Chiefs' offensive line versus the 49ers' defensive line. And I'd, I'd say that throughout the year, if you were to pick out a weak spot on this offensive line, you'd say it's the tackles, even though they spent so much money at right tackle. But in these playoffs, they're playing really well. Like, the tackles are playing really well. Um, obviously, you have the injury to Joe Tooney, and, uh, but Nick Allegretti is filled in amazingly. You know, it's hard... you can't even hardly tell a difference. Um, but maybe Tooney's able to get a little bit healthier and maybe able to get in this game. I don't know. That's he's not been ruled out yet. He hasn't he didn't practice at all this week, but he's not been ruled out. Um So I I'd, I'd, I'd say you have to start there in the trenches and I think that's going to be a great matchup. They've they've got a Nick Bosa who is unbelievable, a former defensive player of the year um, and they made the trade for Chase Young who had all the hype coming out of college. Um, so I I, I feel good about the Chiefs the way that they've been playing and the way that Andy Reid seems to scheme up against opposing defenses in that gr- regard. Um, the Chiefs are also likely to get Jarek McKinnon back who is probably their best pass blocker uh, from a running back position They're able to stay in and get some chips or pick up a, a blitz or something like that. Um, So that's huge. Um, But yeah, I think you, know, you go beyond that. You, you have Patrick Mahomes, who it doesn't matter if it was a loud, crazy environment in Buffalo or it was a loud, crazy environment in Baltimore against the number one defense. He knew exactly what he wanted to do, and he did it when he wanted to do it. And they and hats off to buffalo and or to baltimore in that second half cuz they did they had an answer for that chiefs offense but mahomes still played complimentary football he got the ball where it needed to go when it needed to get there and if it wasn't there he was either able to find a check down or take a sack if needed which i think he only took one but he knew what to do in the right moments and that's the that's the thing with mahomes i think this year that's standing out a lot that in years past, he's won a lot with his talent, him making this off-schedule play, a crazy throw that wows us all, and has made Mahomes who Mahomes is at this point. But I think that he's reaching that level of Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, where he walks up the line, and he knows exactly what's going to happen. He puts so much time into studying and understanding what these defenses are trying to do and what they're trying to take away. And so I think mentally his game this year has gone to even another level than what it has been because he's always played smart football. It's just he's realizing that he's going to have to take that to another level to overcome some of the struggles that this offense has had this year. And I think that that has been huge and very evident in these playoffs so far. I watched a a
0: video just shortly before we came on here, and it was there was two guys talking about the differences between the 2019 Super Bowl against the Niners and and this one, and uh, those guys that had three three main things, and one of them was the defensive line for the Niners is actually worse this year than it was in 2019. And I believe the Chiefs' offensive line is better than 2019. Would you agree with that? Or, or, I mean, they have big names, but would you, do you think that the offensive line, the defense for the Niners is better this year than it was in 2019?
1: It's hard for me to believe that the defensive line for the 49ers is worse this year. Although, so like interior wise for them and that first Super Bowl they had DeForest Buckner and they had Eric Armstead which they still have Um, and then on the edges they had um, D. Ford and Nick Bosa still right so I mean now they have Nick Bosa they've got Javon Hargrave who came over from that Philadelphia Eagles team last year He had, I think last year, I don't know about this year, last year he had 10.5 sacks from a defensive tackle position, which is huge. And then he had, obviously, Eric Comstead's still there, and then you have Chase Young, who's kind of been, had an up-and-down career so far. So, I mean, maybe they're giving the edge to D Ford over Chase Young, and that's why they're saying that, but it's hard for me to believe that this defensive line for the 49ers is, is... worse than that one. But on the on the flip side, the Chiefs' offensive line, I think at tackles, they were definitely better. Uh, Eric Fisher and Mitch Schwartz were great. Like, really, really, really great tackles. Eric Fisher got a lot of flack for a lot of years, not instantly coming in and being this absolute stud at tackle. But gradually, every year, he just got better and better and better. Um, and I think, you know, that was obviously towards the end of his tenure there with the Chiefs. But, um, yeah, I, I just think that their tackles were so much better. And whereas now, the Chiefs' interior offensive line is probably their strength with Creed Humphrey and Trey Smith and Joe Tooney or Nick Allegretti. I think that that is where they are built from. A lot of young, promising talent there. Um, whereas I think that their tackles are playing really great in this playoffs like i said but they're i would say they're more above average than they are like good or great you know what i'm saying like they're not they're not going to cause you they're not going to be the reason you lose a rep consistently but they're also not going to be the reason that they're not they're not run blockers for one really these two tackles um, whereas Eric Fisher and Mitchell Schwartz they love to get after it in the run so I'd say you know, if I'm if I'm going again that that matchup alone Andy Reid is the tiebreaker in that for me a guy that knows you know what the strengths of a def- defense is and how to combat it how to cuz if you even if you look back to last year when they played uh, in the regular season uh, the 49ers I think were probably the number 1 ranked defense last year Nick Bosa was having an unbelievable year I think he ended up winning defensive player of the year last year and he just had Nick Bosa looking lost. They ran a lot of jet sweeps and motion, and to the point where when Nick Bosa would come off the line, he'd just almost stand up and like look like he was lost, didn't know where the ball was. Um, do I think that it's going to be exactly that this time? No, I think that the 49ers obviously given two weeks to prepare for the Chiefs. They're going to have a great game plan, but I just trust Andy Reid to have a better one.
0: All right, and then on the other side of the ball, this 49ers offense who has weapons everywhere and this Kansas City Chiefs defense that shuts down the best weapons in the league. How do you see that as far as, like, who do you think has a bigger advantage there?
1: The 49ers have some some great weapons, like you said. It's It's hard to find a better weapon in the whole NFL than Christian McCaffrey. I mean, the guy... Can line up out wide. He can he you know, he's not exactly the biggest back, but he does run with power. Um, you just never know what you're gonna get, you know, from this 49ers offense. You, obviously they could put Debo back there at any given time. You have someone that Travis Kelsey earlier this week said was the greatest the best tight end in the league this year, which stats wise you can't, you know, argue with that. He I think he had the most receiving yards. Up there for the most touchdowns from the tight end position, um, who did George Kittle? Okay, yeah. So and then and then other than that, I mean, I th- you have Ayuk uh, who's really taking his game to another level this year. I think he's due to be a free agent either after this year or the or the year after. Wouldn't be a guy that would be a guy that I would be interested in the Chiefs potentially kind of seeing what his his market value is going to be, which I think is going to be high. I think he's going to want a lot of money, but but yeah. And then aside from the weapons, I'm, I'm sure we're going to get there, but it all comes down to what the quarterback is able to do. Right. And I think at times you've seen, even this year in the postseason, you've seen him make some really head scratching throws. Like where is he throwing that? Like it was 10 yards away from his guy and so on and so forth. And I'm sure we're going to get into quarterback, but Weapons wise, I think that the Chiefs—they—they you know, are built from their secondary. I would say, but really, that's just their their. I guess that's where they've exceeded the most—they at stopping the pass this year. Um, but that also goes into pass rush. The Chiefs were second in NFL and sacks this year. So, you, know, you have the loss of a Minshew who's not going to be playing in this game, which is really unfortunate. That's why he came here. He, he said, I didn't come here just to to play in the playoffs. I didn't come here just to play in a AFC championship game. I came here to play in a Super Bowl. And unfortunately, is gonna, isn't going to be able to get there against his former team. But I'm sure he'll have a little bit of insight into what they are going to want to do with this Chiefs offense, considering that he was on that team 49ers defensive team last year and kind of have an idea. But, you know, at the end of the day, it all just comes down to how they execute. Um, I think that the Chiefs, Willie Gay, should be back in this game from everything I'm seeing, um, which is going to be great considering that Purdy has used his legs quite a bit in these playoffs and I I think unexpectedly for many and has been very successful with it. But, yeah, I, I think that it's hard to say given the amount of weapons that they have, that the Chiefs may have an advantage. Um, But the Chiefs defense has just played so well. The amount of points that they've been able to hold teams to, I think that they're up there all time with some of the best defenses in the history of the NFL. I'm not saying this is is a historical defense, but the way that they've been playing this year, they've, as far as points scored, they've been playing unbelievable. So it's just... It's hard for me to not give the advantage to the Chiefs defense considering the way that they've played all year because that has been the consistent thing is how well this defense has played. And But it, at the same time, the 49ers are loaded with weapons on offense. And I think it just like I alluded to a little earlier, it comes down to how well can Brock Purdy distribute the ball to those weapons. So do you
0: think... They will make the same mistake that the Ravens did and not run the ball. Do you think they'll try to put the ball in Brock Purdy's hands?
1: I think it all depends on the game flow, but at the same time, Kyle Shanahan's offenses are predicated off of the run. That's, you know, if you even think all the way back to his dad, I mean, you could stick any, you could probably stick you back there and you'd get a 100 yard Mm -hmm. game because the run scheme is just that good. I mean, they it just seemed like it didn't matter what rece- or running back for the Broncos. It seemed like every year of the year- other year after Terrell Davis, they had a different running back that was going for a 1,000 yards. And while that hasn't exactly carried over with Shanahan, you have seen some lesser-known guys come in and do great things. I mean, guys that they eventually even go on and cut, which is crazy, like Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert. Right. He mostly, yeah, I mean,
0: all you know? well. See, and I think, I think a lot of that is because they don't use a single back hardly. It's always three and four running backs that they try to use. This year, they're using McCaffrey the majority, but like those teams as a whole, I bet they were they they all had a thousand yards combined but they all share the workload so much that it's hard for one individual player to get there, I think. But but that just proves your point. Like, they can plug and play any running back in in there, and they're all
1: going to run for a lot of yards. Absolutely. And I, I, so I, I do think that they will it, – it really depends on the game flow. Like, are, are the Chiefs able to move the ball at will? If so, yeah, I think that they're going to – lean on their run if they're able to have success with it, right? Because they're going to want to limit the amount of time that Patrick Mahomes has the football, which I mean I think that they're going to want to limit that regardless of the game flow. But I just – I think that if the Chiefs are able to get a score like quickly like they did last week and then get another score, jump up 14 to nothing – I think that maybe they that might put a little bit of pressure on them to try to lean on Purdy a little bit more. But I think that that would be a mistake for them. I think that even if they're down 14 nothing early, I think they should still lean on the run because the Chiefs have shown that they are a little bit. That's their probably their weak spot on their defense. But at the same time, I uh, the guy that they traded from the Raiders, I can't think of his name, Farrell, I think Neil Farrell or something like that. He I thought he came in and played really really well against the run last week. Um, obviously the Ravens didn't stick to it, but whenever the Chiefs did, have him on the field, I thought he played really really well.
0: I feel like you're reading my mind cuz <laughs> one of my my biggest concern in this game is the Chiefs going up 14 points, 17 points, whatever. And uh, the Niners have proven this this year that they can come back. At both of their playoff games, they've had to come back to win. Um, and it b- brings me back to the Chiefs' first Super Bowl against the Niners. They came back in every single game. So do you feel like if the Chiefs are up 14 and 17, now this Chiefs defense is way different than any defense we've ever seen before for the Chiefs, you feel like they're going to maintain that lead? Or do you feel like the Niners could come back. That's 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 my only nervous thing for this game is I feel like the Chiefs could get up and then think they've got it in the bag and the Niners can come storming right back and take all the momentum.
1: So one thing Andy Reid, at least throughout the season, I think even a little bit last week, I think that you see that he can, once he gets a lead, he loves to just kind of coast, put it on cruise control, let the team rely on his defense and he can do that this year, right? But even in years when his defense wasn't as good, he would do the same thing. My only pushback on that with this game is I think in this game, it's it's the last game of the year, right? It's it's for all the marbles. I can see him continuing to keep the foot on the gas until you know, to the point where it's like, okay, now we need to start being a little bit more ball control, making sure that we're doing the safe thing. Whereas, like say that for whatever reason they're up twenty-one to seven or twenty-one three at halftime, I think that even you'll you'll see him come out the third quarter, the beginning of the fourth quarter, continuing to be aggressive until the, you're kind of it. The odds of the 49ers continues to shrink to the point where it's like okay let's run the ball let's run let's chew the clock which I think he's going to continue to do anyway I just think that in 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 those times he's trying to limit what he puts on film so that that way he that's more plays that he can have on down the line which whereas with this game there is no tomorrow right so I think right. that that's why I see them being a little bit more aggressive give, if that was the case but time will tell. So tell
0: me how you how you feel this game is going to go and and give me like your score prediction.
1: Man, like I said I I've, I've, I'm very confident in this team the way that they're playing uh, the fact that they have have all this extra time haven't even mentioned the fact that they are underdogs um you know a lot of it vegas is saying that they're underdogs whereas if you're watching a lot of national media and things like that you're seeing kind of a lot of people are saying like why would you bet against the chiefs right um, so that's kind of that's kind of like a little bit confusing because vegas is predicting that the chiefs will lose this game they're giving the 49ers the points as far as the money line anyway. So, I do expect the Chiefs to to win. I do expect them to come out and play like that they have this whole playoffs confidently. They they seem to have a workmanlike attitude since the playoffs have started. It's a really focus, get your job done, do it right and stay and keep your eyes on the prize, right? And the prize is the Super Bowl trophy, you know, it's that Lombardi trophy, it's going back to back. And I think that that is something that I think that they are very motivated by. I think that a lot of people are calling this a, a dynasty. I think that you went back to back. There's no question. It's a dynasty, right? So I think that no team in the last two decades has, has done, went back to back, despite several teams playing in the Super Bowl back to back years, including the, these chiefs, I think that that's going to give them extra motivation to get it done.
0: So do you have anything else you want to discuss?
1: I'm just super excited about this game. Uh, it's kinda hard to believe that for so many years of my life growing up just hoping that the Chiefs could get a win in the playoffs, honestly. Like and for them to be in four out of the last five Super Bowls is unbelievable. And I'm just super I'm thankful for this opportunity to be able to share it with my family and friends, to be able to Take in an era that is unlikely to be matched by the Chiefs, or probably even anyone else. Uh, we're this is the golden era for for the Chiefs, and I think it's hard to to not take it for granted. I guess that's that's a, my main thing. Let's let not take it for granted because this doesn't happen very often. So you didn't give me a score. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. Twenty-seven, seventeen 17
0: Chiefs. I'm going to go thirty-one, seventeen Chiefs. I like it. Alrighty, well, I guess that's going to wrap up our Super Bowl preview. Um, man, I can't wait for this game. It's going to be an excellent game, I think. And I'm just super excited for it. And I know you are, we can't thank you guys enough for listening a little bit shorter episode this week. And we just really, really appreciate you guys for coming back each and every week and, and listening to us and just make sure you tell your friends continue to download. Um, and just thank you so much. Oh, interact with us on Facebook and on Twitter at arrowhead effect. And, uh, Jesse, you got
1: anything? Yeah. Just like you said, super excited. Uh, Chiefs go out to Arrowhead West and bring us home another Lombardi Trophy. So, yeah. uh, Thank you guys for listening, and hopefully the next time you hear from us, we'll be celebrating another Super Bowl victory for the Kansas City Chiefs. Absolutely. And with that, Dawson's going to take us out. Go Chiefs! Hi, this is Dawson. Thank you for listening to our podcast podcast.